0: God be just and the favor my father's granted us. I hope it's not too late to save America. Do you know that crowd across America? We've got to rescue her. Welcome to We Are The News Now with Dan Hennon. I'm your host, Dan. Today's December 6th, 2021. Our sure show will be about current events, in particular the events from this past week, items that didn't make the news that should have, and items that should or did make the news that should not have. And so try to filter out the the fake news and filter out to a 30-minute show to a concise wrap-up of everything that happened this past week to keep our listeners up to speed. Keep in mind, this is a faith-based program. As always, we'll start out with a prayer. Father God, in the name of Yeshua Almighty the Christ, we humbly come before your throne and ask that you bless the airwaves and this show. Scramble all devices of the enemy and allow this show to go forth and reach millions. Thank you for giving us our audience, Lord. Please give them the ears to hear this message. Please be with each and every one of them where they are while they tune into our shows. Bless each and every one of them. Ultimately, may thy will be done in Jesus' living, powerful, active, and matchless name. Amen. Well... Once again, we've got so many things going on here with the Epstein trial, the Corona new variant called the Omicron, and all sorts of other nonsense going on in this world. Let's get started. NBA news. LeBron James tests positive for COVID. This was November 30th. He goes online to say, hey, I'm fully vaccinated. What's going on here? And he makes a tweet, something's fishy going on. So very interesting here. He's fully vaccinated. NBA players, even college athletes are tested on, I think it's a daily basis. And so there's really no reason for them to get it at all. But like in the NFL, NBA, the NHL, we keep hearing of players on these teams being um, signed up to the, the COVID list, uh, being out the COVID list. And so they they can't play. They got to do their, uh, you know, take uh, take the time off and and wait till they get better before they can start playing actively. And now LeBron James says, "I've already been vaccinated. I've done everything I could. How can this happen?" Well, he's not the only one. It is happening. But I do like the fact that he is going out on Twitter to say something's fishy. How can this be? In other words, he doesn't buy it. I like it. Hats off. Now, New York City. A woman by the name of Barbara Simpson was the New York City chief medical officer. She resigned this week. Very odd timing uh, for to be the chief medical officer to be resigning. There's a lot of strange people resigning. I'm sorry, not strange people, but strange things happening with all these resignations. Keep in mind, she performed the autopsy on Jeffrey Epstein. She performed the autopsy on Joan Rivers and Eric Garner. Uh, remember the uh the individual killed there by officers in New York City was Eric Garner. Joan Rivers was the one um speaking out about the uh Barack Obama and wife, alleged wife Michelle or Michael Obama, and making allegations that he was a trans uh tra- transgender. She died about a week after making those comments. And so, very strange. So the fact that this Barbara Simpson has been assigned some of these strange cases, uh, Epstein, which we know was, was false. Uh, the Epstein case was done by another medical examiner and another autopsy was performed and said that he was uh, most certainly um, attacked, did not die from uh, suicide. And so he was murdered and so This Barbara Simpson was one of those deep state going along, going along with the plan, going along with the narrative, walking lockstep in what she needs to do. Acting that way gives you a very long, and illustrious career, making good money by playing with the deep state. Interesting now that she left. Interesting indeed. COVID. The mandate, the COVID mandate deadline is now approaching for... 1900 New York City correctional officers. Now this was announced on December 1st. Um, there's 1900 New York City corrections officers that haven't gotten yet the mandate, the vaccine, and it's mandated to keep their jobs. So the deadline is coming. It's going to be interesting to follow this case because they're waiting till the last minute. And they're not going to do it and we're going to see what what happens here when this deadline approaches. New York City's New York City correction officers and so that deadline is looming it's going to be interesting to follow that in the coming weeks i think it's here in a couple couple weeks it's before the end of the year their deadline now here's an interesting story I'm sure the listeners will like this one a dying covid patient patient in the hospital that was dying of covid recovers after receiving ivermectin but it took a court order to do so So the doctors and nurses there were not going to give this man ivermectin. He forced his family and their attorneys to say, I want a court order to get ivermectin because I'm dying. The hospital says I'm not going to do it. He got a court order. They gave him ivermectin. He's made uh, basically a full recovery. No longer on his deathbed. Very interesting. Now, stories like this don't make the mainstream news, so it's important to get these stories out there that he had to get a court order to get ivermectin provided to him. And now he's back doing well. This is the strange kind of stories that uh, we would like to talk about on the show like this. Strange things. Now we've got Nevada. The state of Nevada is now the first state to impose a surcharge on unvaccinated workers. If you're a, a working for the state of Nevada, you now have to Get vaccinated or you will get a surcharge or basically a fee taken out of your paycheck. And, and I don't know if the, uh, the the general public understands this, but if you're in Nevada, this is Las Vegas. Las Vegas em- employs a lot of people. They're forcing you to get unvaccinated, but, but they can't really force you to do it. So they're just going to say, you know what, we're going to give you a surcharge if you're not. And so they're starting that now. They have imposed in the state of Nevada a surcharge for unvaccinated workers if you're going to work for the state. Very interesting that they're doing that. We now have a total of four senior staff members that have left the Kamala Harris staff. Uh, we've mentioned in the past that a couple people were stepping down last week, the communications, um, I think the director, uh, another uh, uh, another area, director of something. Uh, then I made three. Now, just this today, we're up to four now of people stepping down. It's very interesting what's going on there in that uh, Kamala Harris administration. Ghislaine Maxwell trial that's making all the news. Now, we had the witness giving testimony named Juan Alessi, the housekeeper, Juan Alessi. And he gave his uh, comments uh, to the the trial, to the jury today, talking about what was found, what was left behind, uh, sexual paraphernalia, magazines, porn magazines. Uh, Movies, things like that, a black leather uh, outfit uh, that Ghislaine kept in there as well. Various things that he had to clean up as the housekeeper after these events took place. He had to go through and clean up. They always just left a mess. So that's very interesting indeed what he found and what he testified to and what they were doing. We also discovered that there was this handbook, handbook for the staff. The people that came in there and was staff, and this also means the young teenagers coming in there to provide services to Epstein and others uh, for cash, was given a handbook as far as what to say, what not to say. They needed to refer to Ghislaine Maxwell as the lady of the house. And the rule was you don't see anything, you don't hear anything, you don't say anything about what goes on inside that home. That was part of the rules to be employed there. Uh, in that house so very interesting testimony coming out day four the black book came out uh, this was circling around on the internet uh, jeffrey epstein's black book and what it really is is jeffrey epstein's outlook account his contact list or his contacts in microsoft outlook this was grabbed and downloaded several years ago and it was it's not really his contact uh, it's not his customer lift list for the sexual services and things that he was into. It may certainly include that, but this was just his contact list of business uh, associates, people he was connected with and such. So it was interesting. They call it the black book, but it was just, I've seen it before. It's just his Microsoft Outlook contact list um, exported into a big major list. Um, yeah, some strange names on there as well, but that was uh, the big activity for day four. Now today, Alec Baldwin, He's uh, kind of backed into a corner with the shooting incident, uh, now deleted his Twitter account. Uh, This was yesterday, December 5th. Alec Baldwin's Twitter account has been deleted. He's gotten rid of that. It's obvious he's been making mistake after mistake with these interviews and the comments that he's making. Um, I think his lawyer just advised him to get rid of that altogether because he's really making himself look suspicious now with doing these interviews and whatnot, saying now that he didn't pull the trigger, he never pulled the trigger, but he indeed indeed did pull the hammer back and the gun was loaded and it went off, uh, discharged. Um, But he testified and says, I didn't pull the trigger. And so his interview with George Stephanopoulos does say that you know they want to find out who's ever at fault for this and get them blamed. It certainly wasn't himself. He has repeatedly says that he's not at fault here. He goes so far as to say that he's the victim in this case and really making it look to be uh, that he's the victim. And this is very interesting how the narrative moves in a case like this. Of the interviews I've seen and the headlines on the nationwide news, they're all going along with that story. They're really making Alec Baldwin out to be just a victim of circumstance and it was just a poor uh, poor situation, but we knew if the tables were turned and this happened to any one of us, uh, we would be locked up and waiting for this uh, trial to, to happen after an unfortunate shooting like that where leaving a person dead. New Zealand. The Prime Minister has now given permission for her people to be able to use the bathrooms in their friends' homes. This this was not made up. This came out, if you want to look it up yourself, November 29th. The Prime Minister of New Zealand now says you can now have permission to use your neighbor's home's bathrooms. Remember, before this, you couldn't even do that. New Zealand and Australia are under a lockdown. And I mean a lockdown. They're not able to do anything. And uh, folks in America should be watching what's going on there, as that seems to be the blueprint, the testing grounds of uh, how far you can push the public to do... What they want you to do and um, they're having their way down there but they did say you couldn't even go into the other person's house much less use the bathroom now they did get the okay to do that kyle rittenhouse in the news again after his big uh, case here last week they found out folks found out that he had an, he was an online student at asu university you know this is arizona state he was a student not on campus but online a petition was circled around and sent around, and they gathered enough signatures to present to the president at ASU, and they had him kicked out. (laughs) I mean, this isn't comedy, but it almost is. Um, He's an online student. What difference does it make um, where he's attending or what he's doing? I can see the left trying to get him out or expelled, that doesn't, that part doesn't surprise me. But the fact that the actual president of the university confirmed it and they went through the process to expel him, to kick him out of the campus, that to me is pretty noteworthy. Now, Mr. Rittenhouse is going to be making lots of money in these, all all these lawsuits anyway uh, with the media. And I just can imagine he's going to face another Big cha-ching, cha-ching with the lawsuit here with ASU. Remember, he's an online student. He's not there. He's not even physically in the classroom doing anything. But they hate him so much, they got him kicked out. Now, speaking of hate, uh, the Cuomo brothers are in the news, Andrew and Chris Cuomo. So CNN is now going to do a review of the records found that show the connection of the two Um to help push the narrative chris cuomo works for cnn andrew cuomo was the mayor there and had to step down for his allegations there in new york city and they were working in cahoots to try to steer that narrative about the sexual allegations that were going on these are much more serious than people realize but what you saw on cnn and the mainstream news is that you was know, just some inappropriate things no big deal let it go well these accusers are coming out more and more and this goes back decades so not only did they get rid of him, CNN is now doing a review of Chris uh, Chris's actions there on the network to be in cahoots with his brother. This last week, a shooting Oxford High School in Michigan. Uh, There's a school shooting. This took place November 11th that resulted in three killed and six injured. Now, very interesting, once again, the case like that and tragic. But it's interesting that it came out and happened November 30th, the second day of the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. Remember, Ghislaine went to Oxford University. People are trying to tie that together to say another connection. You know, Oxford shooting, how convenient that it's uh, a college where she went. Kind of like the shooting at Parkland High School. was uh, you know, Parkland was the hospital. JFK was taken to after the execution there in Dallas, Texas in 1963, Parkland. And they happen to have the school shooting at Parkland High School. So a lot of these things are done like that, where they kind of shove it in your face with all the different connections because they know that the general population is not going to put two and two together and and pick up on these things. But it was noted that it was at Oxford, Delane Maxwell, graduate of Oxford University. Whether there's something there or not, I don't know. Just food for thought. Twitter. There's a Twitter account called Inner City, Inner City Press. Uh, they're doing a, a fantastic job on the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. There's another one called the Maxwell Trial Tracker on Twitter. Follow those things. You're going to get up-to-date updates from what's really going on on the case and within that case in the in the courtroom the mainstream media is not going to let you of course uh, get out the juicy details they're going to give you the narrative of what they want uh, for the evening news of some major bullet points but not going to give you the juicy details these twitter accounts are really good inner city press they're doing a good job on uh, tweeting out about every 30 minutes uh, during that trial of, of information that's being brought to light Florida State School Board. Now, this is interesting. The Florida State School Board voted to leave the National School Board Association. This happened November 30th. They said, you know what? We don't want to be associated with the National School Board Association of school boards. And they've got this national association where there's 50 states. And each state belongs to the school board of the nationals. And now Florida says, you know what? We're going to pull out and leave. And so they did that this week. They voted to back out and cancel the membership with this National School Board Association. Interesting. We might see more of those things as well, but this is a kind of undercurrent of the things bubbling underneath that we're not really hearing about on the mainstream news. An Australian escaped this week from a quarantine camp. And The leading headline in the news was a manhunt was underway to find this person. This was November 30th. And it's looking like something right out of a George Orwell book, 1984 here. Someone escaped from a quarantine camp in Australia, and they did a shutdown, lockdown, and got the uh, release the dogs, released the hounds, a manhunt to find this guy. That's how bad it's gotten out there. Almost comical, but I can't say that at the same time. Uh, look up that article if you get a chance. There was uh, November 30th, it went to press, uh, that an actual manhunt was underway to try to find this person that escaped. Remember, this person didn't commit a crime, just didn't get vaccinated. Interesting. Jesse Smollett in the news, this week, the jury saw an actual video of him doing a dry run the day before the event. In other words, practicing it. It was captured on video him practicing this hoax so he's another one like alec baldwin he cannot get out of it no matter what he says first he said it was a hoax it didn't happen it's made up then he finds out you know what uh i guess it was a part of it but it's not that big of a deal we want to get the charges dropped so he's had his attorneys a couple times try to dismiss all the charges and get the entire case dropped but he's found himself in a, in a pickle here painted into the corner And so this was essentially, I believe, some sort of hoax gone wrong or that backfired. He was in there working this deal with Kamala Harris at the time. Um, She was pushing a bill forward for an anti-lynching bill in Congress. And in order to get that pushed through to get enough votes, they needed to have some sort of a lynching incident in the U.S. Well, Jesse Smollett comes up. I guess he offered her to do it to make a big uh, fuss about this to get a further division in this country and start a race war, well, it backfired. I think she left him out out to hang there, and now he's fighting this himself, and it's not going to look good. That was indeed a hoax. It was orchestrated. And now the video comes out of him practicing it the day before doing a dry run. It's just, it's too much, is what it is. It's just, it's just too much. There's, I don't even know what to say. In Austria, The chancellor steps down in the country of Austria this week. December 2nd, the chancellor steps down. The same day, hours later, the finance minister steps down. This is an interesting case to follow. Interesting case to follow. It's not going to be on the news. It's not going to be on the mainstream media. It's not going to be covered. But these other countries, you almost have to follow what's going on over there because things are really being shook up. Whether it's australia or new zealand or austria here you get the chancellor steps down hours later the finance minister says i'm done i'm not doing this anymore i'm out big news uh december 1st they waited till december 1st with the omicron after being in the news here for a couple of weeks first case in the u.s they have a first case in california on december 1st and ever since then there's been a few names dropping up every single day of new death counts from various states of the Omicron. And that's taking the news. That's the lead front story. So the question you have to ask yourself is, that's going to be a steady drip, a steady drip in the news, front page, headline, above the fold, newspaper kind of stuff, which means it's a distraction from something else. What is it the distraction from? The Epstein trial? Well, possibly got to be something else, too. It's got to be a distraction from something because we're getting, we're getting hit with this uh, all new cases and this outbreak and all this emergency overdose. It's overload is what it is. Okay, here's. It's uh, who left the, the Kamala Harris was her chief spokesman, Simone Sanders. Now, she said she's going to step down at the end of the year. So by the end of the year, she's going to step down as the chief spokesman spokeswoman. And um other than that, we have three other high-level departures for Kamala Harris. And this was all on, uh, as of December 1st, there was already three stepping down. We just had one here uh, yesterday on the 5th. So there's a total of four. Now, another thing to monitor, it's another thing to monitor that these people are stepping down. Uh Biden's Office and staff has had some issues, too, with people leaving, resigning, stepping down. But, boy, you have to watch the Kamala Harris group because there's four big-name, high-level officers that are leaving that group. And it's just something to follow. I don't know what's going on there behind the scenes. Biden is uh, is, is just failing at everything. Kamala is failing at everything. Um, but they're running the country and the gullible people, the gullible public that voted for them, even with all these goofy things happening, they're still supporting them, and they can't see through it. They can't see the madness. The rest of us is just over over the top. It's almost comical how horrendous this is. That's what I've got for news today. Remember to check out all of our articles and content at eternalaffairsmedia.com. And if you feel so led to do so, Please click the links in the description to support us financially. We are an entirely independent media operation and end times ministry. We rely on your support to continue providing you excellent content. Go to eternalaffairsmedia.com, bookmark the site, as well as sign up for the email newsletter in, ever, in case they ever take our social media pages down. I'd like to give a, a shout out for the December donations coming in uh, this, this month, Alicia, Reverend Dave. Rudy, Andy, Lisa, also three new premium signups. Remember, you can join up and sign for up to the Truth Premiums. Uh, this this month, we've had some recent signups with Patty. Thank you, Linda. Thank you, and David K. Thank you. Thanks for everything you do. Keep this information out there. Share it, like. Please click like, share, and and subscribe. And share this information out there. This is this is a 25, 30 minute show each week that you can forward to your friends and neighbors, coworkers to get the information out there. Uh even if some of this stuff is over their heads, if if they can if the listener can pick up 10, 15, 20 percent of the information here, it's gonna make them more awake, more alert, and their antenna raised when they see things in the news. as far as what to look for, what to listen for, and what to expect when you start seeing. These strange things in the news. Once again, my name is Dan Hennen. Today is December 6th. Thanks for listening. Tonight, don't i Stay-